0: if you're listening in a quiet space right now i would advise you to turn this down just a few decibels because i am about to yell it is cold as
1: Fuck! Right now, <laughs> it's, you don't even know what cold it is, right now, man. All over the country, cold, it is fucking cold. Man. Yeah, it's ridiculous right now, and I'm I'm not here to make no global warming jokes, man. It's cold as a motherfucker out here in Atlanta, bro. Like, woke up this morning, it's about 19 degrees. Uh, Chris, I know Chris in the city too. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 ridiculous out here right now. Windy, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it
2: very, 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 very nippy
0: out here, man. For y'all's sake, I really hope that it's not like this in two weeks when it's Super Bowl time.
1: In two weeks, I'll be in L.A. Oh, you can, you going to escape it. <laughs> I'm out of here, bro. By the way, oh, oh, this this should have been a whole Aquarius dedicated episode.
0: De- a dedication to the Aquarius?
1: Well, yeah, you know out. I'll step
0: out of the way. Uh, the Capricorns had their moment. <laughs> The Capricorns had their brief moment on RSPN last week. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody that sent wishes. Very well wishes. Uh, had a very we coming. We here
1: now, nigga.
0: 28th birthday, but the Capricorns <laughs> will step out of the way. Uh,
1: 28. Wow, I remember, I remember turning 28.
0: It, yeah, right. <laughs> the Capricorns <laughs> will step out of the way in one moment before we do our, before we do our intro. Um, welcome to everybody. Yeah. It is RSPN episode 18 he is mark and i am jeff and we are coming back
1: he is mark and i am jeff (laughs) oh dear god yes yes oh my god how does this This happen every fucking week (laughs) this is amazing this is amazing this is the first time oh my god i'm crying listen this is the first time mark has ever done that Jeff and Mark, Mark and Jeff. <laughs> you just called yourself me, bro. I'm honored, man. I'm honored.
0: He is Jeff oh, and I man. am Mark. Yeah. What's we up, are man? Here, and we are here with another wonderful week in the world of the App Sport. I am very good. Oh man. Jeff, how are
1: you? I'm good, man. I'm almost twenty nine. Uh I feel I feel pretty good. Um yeah. Everything is everything on my side, buddy.
0: We've got one of the best guests in the RSPN family back with us for another week. Chris Mack is in the building with us. He's going to discuss a little bit of All-Star, a little bit of a shakeup that we have now that the trade deadline is on the way, as well as us being two weeks away from the Super Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. So Chris, how are you?
2: Superstar shake-up coming up. What's going on, y'all? How's everything? How are you doing, RSPN family, RNC family? I'm happy to be back here. It's good to show on the road, man. It's trade season.
0: It is trade season. Everybody should be putting on their Woj notifications at this point because it's going to start to get very interesting. It ended up mm. getting very interesting last night. Um, hope everybody had a wonderful MLK day yesterday. Woj gave us a little preview of what to expect for these next few weeks as the trade deadline gets a little bit closer. Uh, but we'll keep you more updated on the trade deadline later in the show. I'd like to start off with yesterday's MLK Day, Black Man Day, uh,
1: Black Man Day. Yeah, it's Is
2: just, that the yeah, Day of the Black Man?
0: Shout, and shout out to everybody who had the day who who was part of Black Man Day and got the day off yesterday. That must have felt yeah like yeah yeah. If
2: you, if you had a day off,
1: shout out you. I mean, I did, but my day off was because of my schedule, not because of. <laughs> oh you should have just milked it you should have just milked it like you know yeah, I mean? black man day i get the day off <laughs> yeah right yeah. right right but really it was just my actual day off so
0: and then and thankfully for the nba they take mlk day very seriously uh had a very good program of a couple of games set up uh, along with their usual mlk program yesterday a lot of the games were uh when i looked at the lineup they weren't highly entertaining there Mm -hmm. were a good amount that were the usual you'll always have your memphis grizzlies playing on mlk day uh more than likely the atlanta hawks playing on mlk day Uh and unfortunately for the nba their grand finale of the warriors and the lakers ended up getting spoiled because a lebron's been out for the past couple of weeks and b lonzo ball is now out for 46 weeks uh so the warriors and lakers that they expected it to be last night was not um as star studded as they would like it to be, but ended up still playing. The highlights of yesterday ended up, in my opinion, being the uh, trade of Carmelo Anthony. Oh man, yeah, crazy. Somehow we are continuing to talk about the manimal, and hey. will more than likely be able to do so now that he's on <laughs> the Rockets. I
1: forgot, I forgot he was running that that uh that yeah, that a little
0: tagline. Yeah, I expected yeah. Denver to cash out on that. Have a little, yeah, I'm sure
1: he, he, I know he got some merch. I know he got some merch, don't he? I always, I always used to call him k Dolph, but that worked too. K-Doll? Hey, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know he got some merch. I know he got some merch.
0: And a brief revisit to last week's episode on Luka Doncic. Luka and the Dallas Mavericks lost to the Milwaukee Bucks last night, unfortunately, but he ended up leaving the game as the second youngest player in NBA history with a triple-double he also got banged on by Giannis, but you can you can you can find that clip. <laughs> I mean, you uh, know, you can, yeah, you can find that clip on Twitter or NBA.com, so it, it, It's
1: it's almost a, a, an, an achievement at this point to get banged on by by Giannis. So.
0: Yeah, but he ends up last night with the triple double: eighteen points, eleven rebounds, and ten assists. But hmm. of course, the second youngest with a triple double, Markel Fultz, has his birthday beat by ten days.
1: You got anything else to to say about Fultz while while we're at it? Or
0: oh, no, of course not.
1: Okay. I just want I was just, just trying you're to make sure, sure about
2: that,
0: man. We might, we might, we might discuss folks a little bit later when uh, we start discussing some names of some people who might be involved in trades. trade. Oh, but
1: okay. Okay. I see. I we'll see. Save, we'll save, we'll
0: this. save, we'll save that for a little bit. Uh, we'll save that for a little bit down the road. Okay. Uh, revisiting <laughs> for Reed. Revisiting. You're not going to get me. No, not, just, i don't
1: not. it's not going to get me, you're not. I was gonna asking you a get question, me. I asked you a question, bro.
0: <laughs> revisiting. And you answered. Revisiting Kenneth Reed and the Houston Rockets. So Fareed was able to join Houston after Carmelo, uh, Anthony, and hashtag some cash was sent to the Chicago Bulls uh, yesterday. Carmelo plans to not play in a Bulls jersey, and by the time that this episode airs, he might be waived. But um, we'll find out from there.
2: How do you guys like Kenneth Reed's addition to Houston? I think it's a great addition, um especially with all things involved because they have no depth whatsoever outside of James Harden and P.J. Tucker and Eric Horton at this moment. Chris Ball is still suffering from the hamstring injury. Now, also Rivers, he's been playing well also he's so been picked up. Uh, and, you know, that kind of stings me a little bit, but I'm happy for him. Uh, but with uh, Fareed, gives him the interior presence that is needed now that Clint Capella is also out. With his injury, and Nene can only play for so many minutes uh-huh. in his um current state and <laughs> current <you> know, age, <laughs> current yeah, state, his current, current, state. <laughs> his, his, his his current state. state and um, <laughs> age. Uh, but you know, all things good, I think Fareed still has a whole lot to contribute. Um, he's still fairly young. Uh, you know, he kind of got kicked out of the rotation. You know, in his last few years of Denver, with the emergence of Nikola Jokic. And eventually, Paul Millsap coming through, um, and he was just, you know, pretty much done for. I didn't think he considered that he was washed. He just didn't have that much opportunity, and he know, wasn't he washed. He, uh,
1: yeah, he was no He they, wasn't they, washed at all. They missed, I, Kenneth they, is one of those guys, they, man. You could plug him in. Yeah. I'm sorry, you could plug him in on like, mm-hmm. yeah, almost any team in the league, and and he's going to be an asset to you.
2: Yeah, they they just missed the boat of moving him early mm-hmm. um, in the last few years, and then taking him to Brooklyn where well, I thought he was going to have a great opportunity there, you know, considering at that time there was really nothing going for that team until, you know, they came through huge. They are now rolling, you know, at the fifth, I think they're going to be here currently the sixth seat right now um, in the Eastern conference. He just didn't find a spot in rotation. Uh, despite the fact that there was early injuries to Romney Hollis Jefferson and Amari Carroll to start out the season. He just couldn't crack into the rotation. to their team is surprisingly really deep um, at this time. And they're more intrigued in playing, you know, focusing on like the younger guys, like, you know, Karooks uh, 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 and Travion Graham. Shout out to VCU alum Travion. And, and, you know, he just wanted to figure out to have some time to play. And I'm glad that, you know, he was able to get bought out of his contract. And, you know, Houston, you know, have a great kid in free. You know, he's a rebounding machine. You know, he could often give you, you know, some offensive production as well. But, you know, he has a chance, you know, to give, you know, harden the space necessary to create. And, you know, the pressure is taken a little bit off his shoulders, and him and P.J. Tucker will be able to contribute a lot, you know, as far as the defensive end goes. So, yeah, shout out to Kenneth Reed. I'm glad he's getting another opportunity.
1: Hopefully this one actually sticks.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, And, yes, he's a younger Nene, so that works for as well.
0: Man, I started getting scared of Nene. Literally Saturday night, uh, when he went up for that, uh, when he played the Los Angeles Lakers, and he went up, I think it was in overtime. He went up, Harden gave him this amazing pass, and he went up for the dunk, and it took him like three seconds to get off the ground.
1: And <laughs> you thought that was and it? launched
0: was it his arm all the way up. Brandon Ingram just came through and slapped the shit out of it in less than a second. And I was like, God damn, Nene. <laughs>
2: you thought it was a wrap.
0: I mean, shit, 2000, uh, what, 2010 today would have finished that with some with some craziness. But shout out to Kevin Fareed. Hopefully he has an, uh, an availability to uh, provide some quality assistance to James Harden. It's not like James Harden has needed a lot of it as of right now. He's down <laughs> almost three players on the Houston Rockets. And for the month of January, he is averaging almost 45 points a game. That's a lot. So, yeah, it's it's insanity at this point. So we'll see. Numbers, and you know, actually, you know what? Speaking of which, can we get quick... You know what? We haven't, we haven't dropped us in a minute. It's time for some k talk. Here's my issue with James Harden and 2K, right?
1: Mm-hmm. For the past, week,
0: the past week, I've been picking the Houston Rockets. Now that I see that James Harden was bumped up to a 96, I don't want to necessarily admit that I picked the Rockets just to get the cheese off. Mm-hmm. But I want to at least be able to pick Harden just to see if I can do a lot of Fugays and a whole bunch of bullshit and see if I can get away with it. Of course. Harden Fugues. has to be the most difficult 96 to use that I've ever fucking played with. I'm sitting here trying to do step backs. I'm trying to get mi- wide open mid ranges. I'm missing wide open mid ranges. I'm trying to do <laughs> step back three. I'm trying to pull up from half court. I'm trying to get a foul on every layup. For some reason, right, he's doing right. stupid layups, stupid so, layup animations.
1: So, so what are you? What are you? So what are you trying to tell me? You trying to tell me that two is trash? It, it, why is Why is Harden a 96, and I can't fool Gaze with him? I hear you, man. I mean, maybe because you know the refs aren't on your side in the video game.
2: I don't know. That's true, man. I be actually I play better like Harden, just playing myself for my career, man. I just emulate anything that he will do as far as driving to the basket. You know collecting a foul sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i can never get that step back three at all
0: i, I could probably have a, a, a more Harden game with justice winslow than i can with freaking james harden
2: it's fucking james harden
0: mm, it's
1: interesting that you named justice winslow
0: why is it interesting that i named justice <laughs> that i named justice winslow
1: <laughs> i mean i'm just you know
0: i mean it's not a it's not really a, a a good thing that i'm naming justice winslow i should be able to take Harden and, and literally get a call every single play. If there's, like, a little flop button for James, I can at least do that. I'm trying to get, like, a 30 free throw game with James Harden. I just can't do it. Uh,
1: that's because 30 free throws just – it's just outlandish, man. It's outlandish, bro. No, no guy should be getting to the line that much, man. doesn't even make any sense. There's no way he's getting fouled that much.
2: 20 free throws a game. You, I mean, you, like, he was getting to the line a lot in that Lakers game, too. Yeah, he Saturday. was. Yeah, he was. He was. overtime.
1: Yes, yeah old time. Time. Was, yeah, old time is it available. It's like, it's like, it's like. Were they in LA? Uh, no, 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 they were Houston. Yeah, they were in Houston. What time did that game come on? It was it was, it was a
0: Saturday night, night uh, premiere game, yeah, so, so like around like ish eightish.
1: Okay, nine-ish. as long as it wasn't a ten game. If he would he be going to the line that much during a ten game. Game would be over at uh, two o'clock. <laughs> 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 it's like, yo, man, come on, it's enough rest.
0: Ended around like midnight. Well, that was because it went in went to overtime.
1: But but best believe the free throws affect that. It slows the game down, man. Slows the game down. Yeah, but you know, hey, he's a
2: first-year. It's, it's, so it's legal. It's legal. It's yeah. legal.
1: Yeah,
0: Is that where we've come with this? It's legal. It's legal. Well, I'm, what I'm do? no like, <laughs> I'm
1: done. Listen. Just waving I'm, a white flag. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done, bro. Honestly, like, I'm I'm about to go slanderless on the Houston no, Rockets. No,
0: no, now you. Want I to can't play do it no more,
1: bro. I'm going slanderless on Houston Rockets because like it just it's Listen so pointless. It's so pointless. This is a defeat. Like. <laughs> no, I mean the heart, we come on man Harden's a beast we know this but bro I'm not I'm I can't argue I can't argue bro I what, feel like, what am I supposed to do at this? I feel
0: point? like I feel like you're I feel like you're secretly okay with James. I feel like you're secretly okay with James. It's when it's Chris It's not a comes secret. Back. It's when Chris comes back through oh, yeah, start pissed
1: off. <laughs> Yeah, when, when Chris Paul get back, I'm gonna be hot. No, listen, listen. You know what? I've said it. I've said it th- week. You know, weekly. Like, yo, come on, man. Like, I'm. I'm not gonna sit here and act like James Harden is not like <laughs> the best player in the game right. Like in the league right now. While LeBron's hurt, I'm just saying there are times where I don't agree with the way that he plays. But I. I how can you? How can I sit here and talk to you guys and be like, you know? Oh, this is like it's like it, it, it keeps happening. He goes on crazy stretches. He's getting a lot of points. I have to respect it, you know, regardless of like what happens during the game. If it's 20 free throws, if it's 30, whatever it may be, or if he's traveling, or if I think he's traveling, I have to, I, I still got to accept it for what it is. So he's still doing really great things. That's why I'm about to go fucking slanderless until CP3 comes back. I'm glad you said CP3 because that's when I'll return. Oh,
0: so when Chris Paul comes, when Chris Paul comes back, the Slender returns.
1: Yeah, when when Chris Paul come back, so does Batman.
0: <sighs> Must be nice. <laughs> I can't. Mean. I can't. I can't come back until this ban is lifted.
1: You made that decision, though.
0: I can't come back. I gotta wait till either you the just... end of the season or until Amp lifts this ban. Hey, hey,
1: real quick, real quick. While we're on the subject of uh, the ban, did you um, did you watch the uh, Sixers game the other day when Simmons didn't take the the, the open shot? Oh, against you...
0: the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: Did you did you see that, or did you did you think he should take the shot?
0: Um, you know, if it's but out like, of his uh, jurisdiction <laughs> to not take that, that what, three point shot, that's,
1: that's who am I
0: to him? judge? Who am I to judge, Ben? Who am I to judge, Ben? He is it's the best. He is the best person to know his hey, capabilities as well as you, his game.
1: Hey, hey, I hear you. And, so you're saying you're saying he made the he made the right decision based on what he thinks his game is at right executive right. decision. Okay. So you know, sometimes as a
2: player, you just have to
0: make executive decisions,
2: All right, right cool, 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 cool. Go ahead, I Chris. Ask, I have to ask, uh, how much time was left on the shot clock when he had that ball in his hand? Uh,
0: apparently, it was a good amount of time because I was able to see those defenders stare at, stare at what? Stare at Ben, um, making sure that they guard him the correct way, and he had an ample amount of time.
2: Were they staring at him for like ten seconds he Um,
1: uh, I'd say it was a. I'd say it was uh so, so considerable. Defense, the defense was time. daring him to take it. No. Uh,
0: uh. Well, when you say dare, when you say well, dare, Mark, what, what if he? What of- if he would? What if he would have pulled <laughs> up and just waited? What if he just waited? I it? almost pulled up R. Kelly.
1: It said. And said <laughs> when you, you say dare, we talk. <laughs> Chill out, man. Enough. We shouldn't even be mentioning that man's name. <laughs> You need to bleep it out.
2: Listen, listen, listen.
1: What if what if he would have pulled up and just wet that shit? We would have been like, oh, that would have been amazing. They would have been amazing. Actually, I would have been like, oh, damn. He I just would wet have that no shit. other
0: reason but to to applaud and um, congratulate Ben on a very good shot and a very good closeout to the game. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay, but Paul okay, I just ended up
0: that. being the one to. Paul George ended up being
2: the one to take care of that for me. He so. did.
1: He did. He did. He did do that. <laughs> I mean, I'll right. give
2: him this credit though. He will, um, at least you know he will is not willing to take open three pointers like Russ Westbrook, who you know can't make one to save his life these days. There you go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Westbrook's gonna launch it from fucking thirty plus. That's just gonna clank, and then you got to get Paul to try and to try and clean up, his clean man, it up, yeah. which is what it looks like it's been for the past. Hey um, man, I've been telling, I've been
1: man, look, I've been, I've been telling, I've been telling y'all. I told you on the point guard episode, Mark. I told you in the point guard episode whose team that was at that moment, man. Yep,
0: and so far it's been correct. Paul George has been holding it down for the Thunder. It's shown, Not, an- and I
1: wasn't. I wasn't trying to take away, you know, the triple double at the time we were talking about, but it was just the way I saw it was the reason why everything was working so smooth was because of you know PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah.
0: The assistance of Paul George, and you can definitely see it in the All Star results. So, for those who had. Um, voted for the past three weeks hopefully you were able to do so last night because last night was the final night to vote um as fans for the nba all-star game uh starters are going to be announced this thursday on tnt at seven o'clock so all three of us will definitely be tuned in and be on to discuss the know that to discuss the starters uh thankfully they're going to keep it in the same format that they did last year um the 2018 All-Star Game with Team LeBron and Team Stefan ended up being very well and, and received a good amount of uh, positivity from the fans that they're going to run it back this year. So expect to see starters this Thursday on TNT at 7, reserves a week after Thursday. So it uh, should be January 31st at 7 to discuss the reserves. And then the 2019 All-Star Draft will be on February 7th. This year televised at 7 on TNT. Hmm. Okay. There was a lot of complaints last year that they didn't even get an opportunity to at least stream it on NBA.com and show us who LeBron's picking first, who Stephens right, picking right, first. Right. Go through the starters, go through the reserves. We just ended up getting a list of LeBrons, a list of Stephens, but now we'll be able to watch it live on TNT this time. So I'm so I'm excited for that.
2: Yeah, that's oh, yeah, a yeah. good time. That's a good time. It's drama city right there. You know. You know, no one knows drama like TNT.
0: From what it looks like it. Should be team LeBron going up against team Giannis. Giannis's final amount for the third round of votes ends up being 3.6 million, with LeBron James at 3.7, almost 3.8 million. A whole million over Stephen Curry, and only around 400, 500,000 votes over Luka Doncic. Mm. So, with all the praise of Luka Doncic that was discussed last week, that 2
2: million. Quickly increased to three point three million, and I'm, I'm not. We wouldn't be shocked whatsoever if he uh he uh, makes it to the All Star game this year. I mean, the kid deserves <clears> it. <throat> it. Uh, he does, not as a starter, of course, but you know, it's definitely a reserve. You know,
1: definitely, you
2: definitely, know, make some, you know, make a little history. You know, will he be the first rookie since what? Like, is it since Blake Griffin, or was it somewhere further? Well,
1: back? I think. Technically, maybe it was Blake. Cause remember, Blake rookie year was yeah. technically his second year too. Yeah, it was his second
2: year.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, but, yeah, he uh, had that little, uh, that little asterisk on him. Yeah. <laughs> depending on who you ask, but um,
1: <clears throat> if did Ben Luke, Simmons have one?
0: Is he get an asterisk? now? now the, depending. <laughs> just, just Chris, just ignore the shit
1: out of him, please. For <laughs> the sake of the conversation, ignore the shit out of him. Mark, you think Embiid can start out there? Yes, he will start. He's going to start. Good job. Are you gonna be excited? Are you gonna be, be, be excited to see him? Um, just as just as excited as I am, question. everybody Let else. Question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You want to see Dwayne Wade throw that alley to Embiid?
0: If Dwayne Wade ends up throwing an alley oop to Embiid, I'm sure it will be a very um, spectacular, well timed, well executed <laughs> alley oop for a numerous amount of. But
1: but, but will you like? That? What do you, will you respect the dunk? That is if The way way even be in the all. You see, you see how he said it. You see how he said that.
0: You know, you know the dunk. The dunk would have to be um expected, but Chris is right. He has a very high amount of fan votes, but we're not positive where he is going to be in this All Star no, game. He, has,
2: he fan has a high votes. That's right. yeah. He has a high amount that's of right votes. That's, fan that's, votes. That's, keep it real. Um, I've I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, uh the media, the media coaches made it pretty clear that um that. Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rose in particular, those are two guys that will not be receiving a lot of votes from those, those particular areas. And you know, the fan votes, what is it, like 50% of them? Mm-hmm. Um, it counts for a 50% starting vote? No one's mm-hmm. going to look into that, like, really. Like, the coaches and a lot of the, you know, blog boys and, and media types, they're going to be voting those guys out in favor for, you know, Kyrie Urban's. Uh, ben Simmons got types, you know, um, Kemba Walker, of course, he has to be in the game and I won't be surprised. He if does he is a starter. Um, I wouldn't be surprised either. I would be there. so happy for him. Yeah, that, I mean, that would be great. You know, I personally would love for Bradley Beal to be the starting to starting guard in the all-star game. Cause I consider him the best shooting guard in the Eastern conference today. Ooh. Great moment. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you hear that Mark? He hasn't missed any games, unlike Victor Uh Mark, I'm listening. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, Mark, you at me. Dwayne I'm listening. Wade, listen, he knows. You and I know it. Mark knows that I, I love the only way. You know, just as much he does. Uh, but you know, he's six you came off the bench. It's good for you y'all, know, man. You know, and, and a lot of you know, and, you know, not that many. Um, you know, bench players. In regards, should be getting All Star knobs to begin with. You know, it's going to be guys that are allotted, you know, starter minutes. And you know, I, if someone wants to give up their spot for Dwayne Wade, that's cool. But you know, he shouldn't be in this game at all off of novelty. Whether if this is last year or not, I hear you.
1: I hear you. I'm with, I agree.
2: I agree with you.
1: I agree that he shouldn't just be an All Star because it's, it's his, his retirement year. If he, but if he deserves to be one, he will be one. It will oh, happen, yeah. whether it's a reserve or a starter but you know, uh, Mark, what do you think, buddy?
0: Well, yeah, the fans, the fans did a very good job of, of holding it down and trying to get that vote as high as possible. Um, the fans of course will hold that 50% while media, um, all around the NBA makes up for 25% and the players also have a 25% and that makes up the a hundred percent. So if media does not make the choice of going forward with Keeping Dwayne Wade in that area, or 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 uh, moving D Rose further down to make room for others that should be in the All Star game. You also do have players that may respect Wade and or or respect the season that Rose is having, and have the opportunity to offset that. But when it came to Kobe and his uh, last All Star game, he had won the highest amount of votes throughout the entire All Star voting selection. Yeah, as well as you have players that respect him highly, and you have media that will not go against kobe's last season and we all know how kobe's last season ended up it wasn't as spectacular as it may ended up being portrayed but Mm -hmm. he was able he was able to have that final bow out from all of the different perspectives of voting will Dwayne way be able to have that same uh perspective i believe so but that ends up coming into okay well who gets knocked off and you have different names so far whether it's the west or the east who have appeared to be snubbed and we won't have a clear distinction as to who is until the reserves get announced on the 31st but you look at the western conference and the eastern conference of people who are not in the top 10 at all whether it was front court or back court and you have names that should be considered names on the west like drew holiday you have rudy gobert uh, you still have Carl anthony Towns, who within the past month has had um, very good numbers for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. And you have the Memphis Grizzlies, who have not been represented in any of the voting with Mark Gasol and, um, a, uh, <laughs> and a debate that we've had since the episode where <laughs> Steph said Kylie is a Hall of Famer by <laughs> the Jr.,
2: We'll say this, though, man, the, the Grizzlies have been a tire fire for the past month or so, so it's fair to not include either of those two. It would be fair, yeah, it'd be point. fair from, a, from know,
1: a team perspective, yeah, I understand.
2: As yeah. far as the team perspective goes, and who knows, you know, they may not even be on the team come February, so um, Lamar DeRozan and Marcus Aldridge on the other hand, they also have, you know, they have a you know good, you know, case of being in the all-star race as well, but Aldridge's just putting up consistent numbers, you know. Lately. Yes, and definitely. DeRozan is increased as a playmaker, but you know, um, like it's funny because of uh, their his plus minus stats. Like he when he's off the on the bench, like the Spurs are plus seventeen. <laughs> when 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 he's on it, they're plus four, I believe. They're like plus four when he's on the floor, plus seventeen when he's off, and that's kind of weird. But I feel like, you know, he wasn't really going to have a shot to get in to begin with because the Western Conference is so guard heavy now compared to where he was when he was with Toronto. So, you know, he was already going to be on the outside looking in to start the season unless he was putting up ridiculous numbers, and that doesn't seem to be the case.
0: Now, uh, DeRozan has actually been critical of himself Mm -hmm. on the San Antonio Spurs for the past couple of weeks. Thankfully, the fans have held Mm -hmm. it down for him and kept him number seven in the All-Star voting with uh, 850,000 votes. But regarding his concerns on injury as well as his slump, he's quoted to be to say that he is physically okay, just playing like shit. So (laughs) even he himself does not believe that he has very high hopes of being in the All Star game come February.
1: I mean, you know, maybe he's just keeping it a buck with himself, man.
2: Now, man, appreciate the honesty. I mean, I just can't go against the numbers. You know, the All Star game has always been very offensive heavy and mm-hmm. they, they look at the guys with like the gaudy stats and carlton towns has just been absolutely tremendous uh over the past month or so he's been just as important as a factor if not the most important factor compared to um what derrick rose does coming off the bench you know like again i i really will call bullshit on the fact that you know folks will be looking to vote him in you know considering his stature and his role within the team when guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. uh, Demarcus Sabonis, uh, even Lou Williams—you know, like the, the guys that also are reserve roles, you know, as six men or six man to year contenders—they're putting up almost equal amount of numbers and are even more positive contributors to their team, uh, and they're not getting a single vote whatsoever. Yeah. Right, yeah. but I, I think a lot of that, a lot of it is going to come down to yeah.
1: like yeah. what Rose was, yeah, and and his in the story. You know what I'm saying? It, like I, that's. But I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like, th- basically, there are players in this league who are doing, you know, the same thing, if not better, and yeah. not getting the same exact love as he is. But it's it's because of the circumstances, and mm-hmm. it just is what it is.
0: Yeah, and Ashley Spencer Dinwiddie ends up being one of the names uh, that people have considered as an Eastern snub. You have his backcourt partner with D'Angelo Russell. Uh, you have Vucevic that we've discussed beforehand. Mm-hmm. He has not been getting any votes for, for All-Star, but he is somebody that should be highly considered. Um, even names like Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee Bucks, pretty much the second option that Milwaukee has to Giannis. And Russell, you have, yep, Eric Bledsoe has also been considered. And um, even if you wanted to consider the Miami Heat, you have Josh Richardson, a person who has, uh, has that Eric Spolstra has used as pretty much his closer going for for the past couple of months. And he has had career numbers throughout the entire season.
2: Well, well, as far as, like, my reserves go, um, uh, my Eastern, like, as far as my full all-star list, you know, I still have Giannis, Wyatt Leonard, and Joel B is my front court. Mm-hmm. Uh, For my guards, Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, so I, just, I suppose. You know, I would love Kimba <laughs> I to suppose. be the guy. <laughs> I would love Kimba to be a guy, but, you know. Kimba, Kimba's you know, the guy I have there. Yeah. Kimba, Kimba's, like, he's personally my guy, you know, um... And then you know the reserves, you know it's Bradley Beal, uh, Nikola Fucevic. you know it, it gets murky for a little bit, but D'Angelo Russell, I really would love D'Angelo Russell um, be in his reserve all star. Let's go, maybe Victor Oladipo, Kyle Lowry, you know, but injuries, injuries has been like a big issue with those two. Uh, you know, it's taken a while for Oladipo to really get back into form since you know he had his um knee injury early in the season and Kyle Lowry still working, you know, with a pretty bad back and, you know, they kind of been really on the fringe. I, I would not really select uh, someone like Chris Middleton or Eric Bledsoe, despite both of them having pretty damn good seasons for Milwaukee. And, you know, as far as the rest of the, um, the league goes, uh, you know, there's not really, there's not too much, too much chooser because it's like, it's you know, once you get through the top five or four in the starters, mm-hmm. it's more or less a free for all. Yeah, you don't see too many things that
0: scream all star, I guess you
1: would say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, other than Bradley Bill, but that's about it. <laughs> Bradley Bill. <laughs> oh my <laughs> well, God. It's bad. It's bad.
1: <laughs> Bradley Bill has been named a few times today already. Yeah.
0: And and a really fun stat for the third final votes of the um, NBA fan votes. Somehow, Jeremy Lin is beating Bradley Beal by almost two hundred thousand votes.
2: Man, that's China, man. That's <laughs> the, same hey, same hey Mark, way, Mark, way, you okay hear
1: that? <laughs> Mark, you hear that? You hear that? You hear what Chris just I said? be laughing. <laughs> it is though. He's right. Chris is right. We Chris last week. We similar like similar situation. We talked about like. Back in the day, how Yao Ming was like oh, getting yeah. in all the time just off, just off the strength of his
2: country. It's, it's like Sasa Pachulia is getting votes from the country of Georgia, <laughs> not, not the state, the country. Right, right, right. It was, it was voted for Sasa Pachulia, man. Well, don't he was starving. Zaza
0: Pachulia. Piece of shit fouled the shit out of Whiteside <laughs> past week.
1: How you feel God, about uh, that?
0: Zaza Pachulia. I think it hit one shot in the fourth quarter. So it started going
1: crazy. Will we? Whiteside still Zaza in the league? Zaza Pachulia
0: his white side. You know what? We'll start looking at we'll start looking at the <laughs> starters that are announced this Thursday on TNT as well as the reserves on the 31st and the All-Star draft on February 7th. All of this on TNT as All-Star Weekend, as well as the 1-year anniversary of the RSPN episode gets closer to debuting. Man, so we'll keep wow. you we'll keep you more in tune with anything All-Star related uh throughout the rest of the month and going into february but we still have plenty to talk about when it comes to a couple of names that were just discussed we didn't do too much on carmelo anthony uh i do like the conversation that chris had with mark disall and Mike conley of where they can go so let's try and blow up the nba real quick um blow it up There's been some talk within the past week that this trade deadline is going to be something that's rather calm. But I feel like we can spice it up a little bit, given the names that we have to our arsenal. So let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back. Um, We'll discuss that as well as the two teams that we finally have for the Super Bowl in two weeks in Atlanta. I want to talk to Chris and Jeff about what is going on in their city and what they expect to happen as the Patriots play the los angeles rams in this year's super bowl but we'll talk about that after this break it's rspn on rnc radio we'll be back after this and we have a new gym playlist coming out very soon
1: buff guy mills
0: yeah, Buffman, Buffman will be curating this playlist. <laughs> Buffman, so, Buffman. Mills
1: will beat your ass.
0: I know he will. That's why I'm you know calling him Buffman,
1: I, Buffman. I feel, like, I feel like Mills got all the muscles, but like I think I could outrun him. Because he got the toolie on you. That's why. Mills, like I said, Mills got the muscles, man. But I will outrun that nigga, man. He ain't going to catch Mills. me. He, he got to catch me or punch me. So he could outlift you, but you Good. can outrun him. Oh, yeah. I'm a runner, bro. I run faster than your ass. That's a, that's That's nothing, boy. That's dead. You see my you see my physique, my nigga.
0: You see my feet on IG stories. <laughs>
1: yeah, I seen them fucking. Yeah, <laughs> you seen them. You see them. The niggas want <laughs> to read my wild wild foul feet, man. Niggas want to. First re- of all, first of all. You run flat-footed. You're not even supposed to be running flat-footed. I like am that.
0: flat. I am flat-footed. I hear my you.
2: My fucking feet got tore up when I did that shit. I'm, I'm sure it did. The fucking Flintstone feet. Singing. Yeah, you need, to, you need to run with the ball of your feet, like at the toes, not the he, full he not, foot. Man. Mark's he's not fast. Yeah, he's not like, fast. Like, I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I, I
0: guarantee
1: There is There is. Like, there I, is listen, listen there. listen. there is no way in blue hell that you are faster than me. Set the event up. Set set the event up. Somebody set the event up. Next time, next time, next time, uh, next time one of the shorties uh, fly me out to Miami. I got you. Shorties, fly me out. All right, you know what?
0: Rolling Loud weekend. We're racing outside the arena.
1: Outside the arena? We're racing outside the arena. Yeah, please, man. I'll
0: race any of the rappers also at Rolling Loud. If Ski Mask thinks he can outrun me.
1: Them niggas can't run. They got lean in their tummy, man. (laughs) <laughs> they can't run. Really? You're,
0: not supposed to, you're not supposed to give it away.
1: <laughs> they got too mm-hmm. much lean in their tummies, man. I know I'm, they hit
0: the front for the 40k. Bro. You
1: already, you already know, bro. Yeah. I, you're not, you're not beating me in no race, man. It's just not gonna happen. Sorry, slow, slow motion. Yeah, I'm gonna dust your ass so fast you're gonna be like, God oh, damn, this nigga
2: Jeff was not playing. But anyways. Just, just give me, give me three months, man. We could probably work something out there. Me and you go for one hundred meters. See, there we, we go. We see, even, see, even yeah. Chris,
1: even Chris, ready. Bro, He's scared of you. I'm not the one, bro.
2: I'm not. Listen, the one. Listen, man. Listen, man. Listen. I'm not the see. one. Two-time silver medalist. One hundred meters, dog. Oh, see, look oh, at that. I don't need that. I have a pedigree. I have a pedigree.
1: My mom ran track in college. It's in my blood. Mm. It's, it's in, in my blood. blood too, man. It's in my blood, bro. I do this. I do this, man i run, bro. No, I'll be on the soccer field, too, man. Y'all niggas, man, whatever, man. I Niggas, come get it, man. Come get it. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to fuck up for the rest of this episode. Watch this. All right, we are back. RSPN, RNC Radio, episode 18. He is Jeff and I. am Mark. Chris Mack is in the building with us.
1: we back, baby.
0: We have plenty left to get. We have plenty left. God damn it. And I just said that I'm not going to fuck <laughs> <Nah>. up. <laughs> We've got plenty left to get to for the rest of the episode, but first, let's promote some things going on on the RT Radio Network. Uh, shout out to J5 and Meals over there on the A-Show. They just dropped a special episode on the five-year anniversary of CM Punk's walkout. If You want to hear them go in-depth about their thoughts on uh, what they felt in 2014, as well as what the past five years have been for CM Punk, out of the wrestling business. Um, You can check out The A Show also on the RNC Radio Network, as well as a brand-new episode of The Cable Box with Pat. He had just dropped episode two. Uh, His debut was also last week, so if you want to check out The Cable Box, make sure to do so as well, also on the RNC Radio Network. Also, (laughs) Also, on top of everything that is going on, the RNC Radio family, AMP with REOP Gaming will be on with us this weekend. As you are aware, it is Royal Rumble weekend, so he will be hosting a session on Twitch, uh playing WWE 2K19 amongst other wrestling video games. Um, so be sure to check in with Amp this Sunday.
2: I, I will say with Amp, man, you know it's unfortunate that we did get to listen to you know you know the gaming broadcasts without him playing NBA ballers because I really. Really would love to see him talk about legacy for like a whole hour. Obviously. Oh God. After after <laughs> the, box, the car wash. Yes.
0: And it takes like the fucking hour. three <laughs> hours to do the car wash and everybody's yelling in the chat, please stop. And the rap
1: battle.
0: Rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday's gonna be a classic. Sunday's gonna be classic, man. So please make sure to tune in. Uh, Ample post out the link on Sunday and we'll all be there. It'll be a fun time. All right, so let's get to blowing up the NBA. The trade deadline is going to be on the same day as the NBA All-Star Draft. So February 7th, mark that on your calendar, it's going to be a busy day in the NBA. The trade deadline will be red hot, so you're going to see plenty of things from Boznarowski. You're probably going to see Shams trying to sneak in there, as we always do every year. We already know who's going to win this damn battle, as we do every single year. But uh, after the trade deadline ends at 3, The all star draft will be on a little bit later at seven. So, by three o'clock, we should see, in my opinion, a pretty good landscape of things changing in dying areas. And when I say dying areas, whether it's from player to team, uh, teams just deciding that they need to move on with certain things and rebuild, Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. But there's plenty of names that we have had throughout the past couple of days as well as weeks. Going into well, 2019, some good names that too. that we can start looking to have a new path. Hopefully, on a playoff-winning team, a championship, a, a championship contender, or they're just going to be stuck in purgatory, like a lot of uh, the lower part of the NBA is. So, uh-huh. one name that we're going to start off with is Carmelo Anthony. Now, yesterday, Carmelo Anthony was traded to the Chicago Bulls. It was only himself and a little bit of cash that the Houston Rockets were able to provide to at least get that cash space to uh, free up for Kenneth Farid. But very quickly, minutes after that news was announced, it was said that Carmelo will not be playing in a Bulls jersey at all. So all <laughs> the Michael Jordan jokes immediately ended, and I was pretty sad. I didn't and, think he was
2: going to stay the Bull anyway. I, yeah, man. After I knew it was, after, you know... After the Atlanta trade, you know, I, I figured that. I was like, all right. Right. Hey, that's I'm kind of go what I was thinking. One lottery team to the next. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I, a part of me was like, yo, I think he's not going to, like, rectify. going to rectify that first mistake of getting waived, and he's just going to take up all the shots and play 30 minutes a game and do what he has to do. But he that that inclusion goes against the tanking narrative for Chicago. So, you know, he, he was definitely going to get waived as well. Very important. Not play. But I, I just find it funny, though. That, you know, he managed to uh, go to Chicago after all these years, only to not play for them.
0: Yeah, exactly. He had the plan to do so how many years back? And now he ends up in Chicago and he does not want to spend uh, a single game in Chicago. So that will end up being a wave if he's able to pass waivers. He already had his buyouts at the beginning of the season with the Atlanta Hawks. And if the waivers go through, he will be a free agent, which will free him up to... Uh, any team who is available to take him. Now, um, early reports have suggested that the Los Angeles Lakers will be more than interested in trying to pick him up.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure that will be a positive for LeBron James as he is out and Lonzo Ball has been out for the next four to six weeks, amongst other injuries that the Lakers have had. Uh, they could use as many keys as possible to keep that offense flowing so that they do not fall too far out of the playoff picture.
2: Yeah, it's just all about, you know, finding his role again within the league and, you know, in, the, in the, just the way how the whole game has changed over the years and him be, being unable to make the sacrifices necessary to continue playing at this um, point of his career. Uh, you, I mean, you see with a lot of players, you know, especially, you know, in his state, you know, he was a very score-heavy, you know, Wayne uh that, you know, who – At the time, he used to try hard on defense, but defense was never his strong suit. And now, you know, he can barely play it at this point. And he really does not have the mentality of, like, taking a backseat and, you know, and becoming a third or even fourth option, you know, when he wants to have the ball in his hands at all times. Uh, And with the Lakers, especially in their situation right now, um, they have no point guards uh, other than Brandon Ingram now. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is really their leading scoring option at this time. And LeBron, he he, he's know, not gonna be able to keep that up, by the way. He's, he's, yeah, he, he won't. He's not, I mean, yeah. he won't I mean even even in Houston. He's good Houston now. Game, he's good. I respect him. Yeah. I respect him, you know. even in the Houston game, you know, he had what, maybe 20, 24, 26 points around the first half and, you know, he wasn't able to score another basket for the rest of the game, albeit that was because Brandon Ingram had the ball the entire time. Uh but that that's also another thing. Like there, he, there's no point card to pass the ball to him, if he decides to go right now at this juncture. But there's likely he could wait until the trade deadline before before he can make his decision. You know, after he clears waivers. Um, but yeah, I mean, is this is I mean, he goes to LA. It's just really his last chance of uh, being useful. You know, within a contending team or just a team. You know that that needs, you know, his scoring contributions. And with LeBron James, you know, I guess, you know, he's like the figure that could turn, you know, water into wine or, you know, shit into gold. And with Carmelo, you know, he's, I wouldn't say, you know, out of respect that, you know, he's a big piece of shit right now, but he's been playing like a big <laughs> piece of shit for the last couple of years. And, you know, LeBron is this one opportunity to be find some semblance of himself again. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not totally, like, against Melo being a Laker. I think if he's there, if he makes it there, he's probably definitely going to try the hardest that he's tried in a long time. Uh, just the team, the circumstances, and the guy he gets to play with. And he's got to yeah. fall back. None Well, of well you know he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? So if that brings anything out of him to try to make any great things happen, and, yeah, he, he, this isn't a team where he's going to be able to just – chalk it up and think he's not gonna have consequences so uh like you just said mark he's he's definitely he's, he's definitely gonna have to fall back do
0: you think magic johnson has interest in acquiring carmelo anthony specifically for the lakers or do you think it's more of a thing just to appease lebron
2: more of the latter yeah,
1: yeah. i mean i don't really see why the lakers would go out their way to sign him even if lebron wasn't on this team <laughs> you know what I mean it'd be a simple like say look, say they don't have LeBron in there in a situation saying this the Hawks or the Bulls right mm-hmm. uh I, well, I mean why go and get him so this has to be about Braun, in my opinion in my opinion I think I, think
0: I've, I think I've found more interest in Carmelo Anthony being outside of the Lakers now thankfully for LA they'll be able to thrive without Carmelo Anthony it's not like they're in high need of a volume shooter But um, I found a lot more of a higher interest in Carmelo Anthony finding a way back into an area that he hasn't been in a long time. And maybe he'll be able to thrive on a team that has been doing very good right now. I want to see him back on the Nuggets.
1: I mean, I I think we discussed, you know, why not just go back to the Nuggets. But at the same time, I just – I don't know. I would have liked if he stayed in Atlanta. We we discussed yeah. that too. Like he should have just stayed here, hung out with 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 the young boys and Vince, and and tried to make these kids something better. But he's, I think he's a little bit more of a selfish player. We'll see how it goes. I, I don't. I'm I'm not either way about it. I think it is more for LeBron though. Um, for at least because look this this whole situation right with trying to make a trade happen for the Lakers, whoever they're going for. The issue with that. It stems from what, you know, a conversation me and Chris had before the show about talent and the young talent and giving them a chance to be what they are because you drafted them. So if you're going to go for a player of stature like an AD or even a Bradley Bill for that matter, even though I know Chris doesn't want to hear it, whatever the case may be, you're going to give up pieces that you invested in to do that. And now as we see, for example, uh, D'Angelo Russell tonight, I think he had like 30 points, something, you know, 31, 8, eight, 31, eight, eight, eight assists and like no no turnovers. Like uh, he's balling. He's absolutely balling, you know. And Chris said it before the show, you know, he would be probably really good with LeBron right now. You know what I mean? Like being the guy that they thought he was um, and what he's grown into, after a few seasons, so just because you take them top three doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to work out within those first two three years. You got to give these t- players time to develop. So that trade may be the best thing to happen to him, uh, but now we look back on it now, and what Lonzo is hurt and out for what a month? Yeah, for six weeks. Six weeks. So this is this is the situation. If you want to trade for a top player, you're get- there is no easy trade for AD. Let's get that let's get that situated right now. OK, you're giving up the house It is as simple as that. And a lot of picks in the future. That's just how it's going to get done. If it gets done, that's how it's going to get done. So p- player, uh, players, fans can fantasize about it all they want. And it could still happen. Just know that your team will be tore apart. And just getting AD is not what's going to take you over the hump. Because not to sound like, um, you know, not I'm just trying to be realistic. AD needs to, has issues on his own. He needs to stay healthy and and how come he hasn't been able to take his team to 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 new heights himself so let's just let's just call it what it is and let's see what happens but there is no easy trade
0: i do like that i do like that uh interest in bradley Beal, though chris uh, i do there, i do
1: is there any type of team that, it's more doable than anything i think as far as like you know trying to get a guy you
0: know now it would have been it would have been a, a much easier con or A much easier conversation to have if there was still John Wall and Bradley Beal and there was still the conversation of there are zero Wizards players that are exempt from being being traded. But now that John Wall is out for the season, Bradley Beal at this point seems to feel a little bit more cemented for the Washington Wizards as that ends up being their key piece um, to their offense. But are there any teams that can throw you three, let's say three players? In the ability to get Bradley Beal for their team, and you would be yeah, able to accept it.
1: Like, would you? Would who would? It, what would you? What would it be? What would it be for you to say? For you to pull the trigger on Bradley Beal if you're if you're upstairs?
0: Because at that point, if 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 Beal's if, if that point if Beal is gone, is pretty much now in an area where okay, we have finally picked John Wall out of the two. We'll wait for him to come back, and thankfully, because of Beal, we have three key people that we can use. Or, or there's two or three, three people that we can use to hold down Washington until he gets back.
2: Well, um, I've, I've looked at a number of like different trade scenarios and a number of teams that are willing to make deals for Beal because while it may look like that you know Washington is unlikely to move him at any point at this time, the sweepstakes are still on. There are still teams that are looking to pick him up. You know, they need his services. He's been. Averaging you know, like twenty nine five and five, you know, in uh, in the wake of John Wall's injury, and you know, and really the key contributor of the entire game, he's been carrying the Wizards, you know, in this stretch of games, and you know, we've been playing roughly over five hundred basketball since then. Uh, Toronto, that's been talked about a lot. Um, they they actually do have the depth necessary to make a considerable. Package for Bradley Beal and as uh, Masai Ujiri has um, done already to wake up the Kawhi Leonard, Demar Derozan trade. He's willing to give up a lot to make a big push for a title, no, no matter what the consequences are. But he's been very meticulous with it. And um, I will see you like uh, Pascal Siakam, maybe a first rounder, uh, uh big and Jonas Valanciunas, you know, or um, and or like a Delon Wright. You know, or having like, you know, a guard that could uh, come in, you know, and be, you know, the starting guard that could write the ship or at least, you know, hold the fort for the time being until, you know, Wall comes into play. Uh, but my my most intriguing one, and I feel like this would be perfect for both sides. Uh, and it's not Los Angeles because they honestly, they really do not have enough. They don't have the value. They really they don't have, have the value. enough.
1: It would be you know, so top maybe. heavy. For y'all to like it, be you know, you, you, obviously it's going to be around Ingram, but the issue with that trade is, uh, yeah, it's just you're, it'd be it'd just be so heavy. top heavy. Yeah, it's not a lot, there's not a lot there. They'd have to give up something that I that I feel like the Lakers don't want to give up for them. Like, yeah. if it's AD, then they'd say, you know what, fine, yeah. take Kuzma, or you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd yeah. be a situation like that.
2: I feel, uh, I, I think, uh, actually, this has been. This team has been on my radar for Bradley Beal, like for years, actually. Um, when Beal was dealing with injury early in his career, and before he was signed the max deal, um, it was the Sacramento Kings. And and Kings right now, they are you know battling you know around you know in the five hundred mark. Uh, they are I think they're a game under now, uh, but they have the talent necessary to make a quick push for the AC. Right. Beal. You know, he needs to flourish. You want outside. to keep him. I want to keep him, right, but we okay. can't. Like, in the long <laughs> right, right, I know right, that right. we you, cannot you, keep you, him. You know that it's only a matter of time. Yeah. You know, okay. we're stuck with Wall, you know, who's going to be paid like $40 million a year, mm. you know, to a ridiculous amount. And who knows how healthy he's going to be going forward, you know, when the Supermax kicks in. No one wants that contract. He's untradeable, you know, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And yeah, now, no, we, that, know, we're, you know, right. we're, we're in this – conundrum where we have two one major valuable asset in the field and one guy in Otto Porter who has actually been really good since returning from injury, you know, coming off the bench. You know, he's been averaging around, you know, eighteen points a game. And but I don't know, you know, he, he would be a easy asset for someone like New Orleans who needs a wing that can help, you know, you know, get really give some ease off of empty Davis. You know, as someone that, you know, be able to create and find his own shot, because apparently no one on that team is able to do that, considering the help that he does have on the top side. But that bench is just a tire fire. So yeah, they, need, they need need shooters like they need yeah, somebody
1: who can score really bad.
2: There's nothing that, that they really have other than maybe Julius Randle. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, they have to give up one of their guys for someone like Otto Porter. So that's pretty much impossible to do so. You know, at this moment, you know, I, I think the Wizards are just going to be stuck in their ways, and we're going to have, you know, the players necessary to at least make this push to the AC, which I kind of don't want, but there's nothing we can really do because we're too talented to really tank,
1: mm-hmm. but we're
2: not really good enough to compete at this time. And but having Bradley Beal there to have the season that he's having right now is um, nothing short but remarkable, and I'm I'm glad that you know he's at least getting, you know, the recognition and respect that he deserves.
0: Now, we discussed um, a point guard for Dallas that was not Luka Doncic earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, We discussed how Dallas fucked up their plans with Dennis Smith Jr. And Dennis ends up still being a reputable point guard that I believe a couple of teams going into this trade deadline can use. Um, And then you have teams who will more than likely want to shave a couple of dollars off of What they currently have in the tax bracket, one being the, um, say Miami Heat. You look at an area with Goran Dragic, where you may not want to get rid of Dragic because, of course, why wouldn't you? You look at Dragic and his ability and what he brings to the Heat compared to Dennis Smith Jr. Let him go, Mark. It's expensive, and if you want to cut, if you want to shave a
1: little bit off, you start
0: flirting with the opportunity of trading. Absolutely would. Trading Drajic to Dallas, and I'm sure maybe Dennis' Dennis
1: upside is his. He has good
2: upside, Mark. Yeah, he'd be very explosive for y'all, man. He also was also looked at um, by Washington in in, uh, as a centerpiece for a Beal trade. You know, due to from from a report I read on from Bleacher Report of how certain GMs were looking at that that Dallas could be seeking Bradley Beal for Dennis Smith Jr. But I guess you know. Ernie Grunfeld said no to that, so you know here we are with the Mavericks still trying to um, make amends with their point guard, who's pretty disgruntled right now and may be confused going forward.
0: And on top of that, I think a lot of people will be interested in a Dragic Luca uh, backcourt. You know, Luca has talked very highly of Dragic and, and says so one of the people that he looks up to. That might be a, uh, that might be a little, uh, might be a nice scenario out in Dallas.
2: a league All Stars.
0: Yeah. See. <laughs> Yeah, you're a league champion. Yeah, you're a league MVP. Well, there's a lot of things that have to be pulled off for uh, the Miami Heat right now, unfortunately. Um, You have an area where... (sighs) Where do I even begin?
1: You want to do this right now?
0: You have Dion Waiters, who just returned from injury. (laughs) And thankfully he has the the ability to play more uh, to his request, but he won't shut the fuck up about it. Whether it's on Instagram, whether it's yeah. reporters, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and I and I don't and I don't know if they entertain that going into this trade deadline. On top 20, of that, how 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 many millions? Because I I I'd love million? to be reminded. Yeah, it's twenty five million. Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five million dollars.
1: Hey man, decisions decisions <laughs> were made, man.
2: Decisions were made. He signed that deal with his ankles dropping off the bone, man. Y'all still wanted to. <laughs> Decisions it was were made.
0: It was that damn shot over Klay Thompson <laughs> to win the game. I know it was. Yeah. you yeah, uh,
2: nothing to play for. It, he was like, man, we're going to pay him all that money. Hey, man. Pat just Riley, for that man.
0: shot. $25 million for that one shot? Ah, at the time, right. it was like, yeah, just do it. Who? What, what's
2: the worst that could happen? And I mean, now it, wasn't, here- it wasn't a bad deal. You know, until you notice that he couldn't play because you know he, he had an ankle injury. Yeah,
0: he fucking needed surgery.
2: <laughs> yeah, it 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 looked terrible now in hindsight because y'all gave Whiteside that deal and don't know what to do with him, and y'all have the biggest cap right now in the league. Y'all are strapped. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. At the at the beginning of. That decision to move forward with Hassan Whiteside and then the whole Dwayne Wade debacle happened. Uh, it felt like the right thing to do at the time to go forward with youth. But now, looking at the past year, you have a, a, a couple, we're, we're, we're pretty much a couple months removed from Whiteside also having an issue with Eric Spolstra. And he's come out to the media and, and, and said that they've squashed whatever and they're moving forward with some type of plan to do blah 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 but Mm -hmm. to the disadvantage of Hassan Whiteside now Heat fans are very interested in the play and the improvement of Bam Adebayo and see a lot of upside in that and don't really have much uh they don't really blink too often when it comes to hearing that Hassan Whiteside could be shopped around a little bit and I don't know if this is patch one final time to test the waters with Hassan Whiteside. As of recent he's been on uh some good behavior. But if anything doesn't happen with this this next uh trade deadline, I'm pretty confident that nothing will happen until that contract expires out. And that's gonna be terrible. because yeah. <laughs> I think
1: that's
2: exactly what's gonna happen, bro, and I'm sorry <laughs> now. I'm wanna apologize to you now. Yeah, no one wants to take onto that contract I and mean, just stuck like stuck like the of wall. Um, I mean, he's solid, but uh, yeah, that's just too much to take in, man. You know, especially
0: somebody's gotta want a big ass center, right? He might not be able to shut his mouth, but somebody's gotta want a big ass
2: center. No,
1: nobody. All the teams right
2: now, um, and they they all have big ass centers right now, even if they're good or not. They're 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 affordable. I
1: don't know, Mark. This might be something you just gotta wait out, bro. I mean, it just it, it just it is what it is, man, and. They're, they're going to come a time. you yeah, Remember when he had that big game for you guys a few months ago and he was tweeting about it? It was like 25 and 25.
0: Yeah, 2020s are, have been something you know, that he, he
1: likes. He's, he's going like to have through. them, you know, but by the time you're ready to, to you know, you'll be ready to move on and you may get one I and mean, you'll be like, all right, whatever, Still, and maybe still lose. I
0: didn't expect him to be involved in, in in the Butler trade from September, but that ends up falling out, and now it's
1: just—it's all good, dude.
0: Gotta wait and see, like what do you do?
1: It's all good, man. Don't don't. What? Hey, man, you made it. You guys made the decision.
0: And th- thankfully, Hassan's contract is not even the worst one we have to worry about for this for this um, trade deadline. Uh, Earlier this month, Chandler Parsons and the Memphis Grizzlies agreed to part ways. And they told him that they would find him a trade on January 6th. Uh, He still owed $38 million from his four-year max contract. $25 million of that is being this season. So I'd like for you Mm. in your mind, as I say this, to remember what a quality Chandler Parsons looked like. And I'd also like you to think if that quality Chandler Parsons has ever, ever, ever deserved a max contract.
1: <laughs> hey, man, but let, let come on now. Let, I don't want to listen. I don't want to get disrespectful because before that
2: deal, yeah. right? you, I mean, you, you listen, listen. Million before million
1: that, dollars. Mark, Mark, there. Mark, everybody got paid that summer if you remember. And by the way, he deserved it. If you, if we're going off base, what was going on before that deal? He did. He did deserve it, but as soon as he got that deal, the shit went downhill. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not mad that he got the contract, bro. That was, and that was, that was that summer. Everybody got paid that summer, dude. But was he, that the same
0: summer Del Vidova got forty million? Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: same
2: yeah yeah. The hills I yeah, yeah. It was same that got money. Yeah. Right. It was that summer, bro. Everybody My got paid. Shit. Everybody got paid,
1: including him. But he, he was coming off some pretty good seasons. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm, he was he was pretty good. Even when he
0: was six ten with a ratchet out in Houston, I never looked and said, "Yeah, max contract."
1: He was pretty good, bro. I'm about to he even check good my. Good I'm bro. about to even
0: check my Twitter and see if I ever said Parsons max contract. Well, I i i am
1: not i am not sure. I I wouldn't have said it, but everybody saw what he was doing. I think he had a few daggers that season too. Like he was he was hooping. He was hooping, bro. But you know, he got his deal. <laughs> he got his deal, I guess. You know, we'll just have to see what happens. I, I shit, man, I don't want the guy.
2: Yeah, I'm good on him either.
1: But he no, was, was he was balling, bro. He was balling.
2: Uh, um, he might just well just chill out and stay in Los Angeles for all I care. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I I mean, if Memphis on, doesn't even want him back, considering that the state that you're in, um, yeah, it, you might as well just have to call it Blitz. No, I highly doubt it. Actually, he could go to Philly. You know, I wouldn't be surprised because you know Philadelphia does need some shooting, and he, he you could know, go to Philly, I guess. You know, and, and I guess you know they could because it's not interested in a buyout, but you know I guess they could take on the salary at this point with a with some sort of trade or you know Philadelphia can give up a pick or so just to bring him in, but it, probably, might make, might it might make it might make Butler option.
1: mad. It might make Butler mad. Who knows? You never mean, know with that guy. You really never know with that dude. Yeah. Uh,
0: another name on big centers, Vucevic. We discussed this on Vucemania. Uh He has had a very good season for himself, but of course, his contract is expiring on a team with the youth in Mobamba and Jonathan Isaac. Who would you like to see Vucevic
1: give his talents toward? Man, um, Lakers could use Lakers. That Lakers, need, Lakers, Lakers sure. need to try to get him. Yeah, when um, when I, when, oh, I, I when I, yeah, it's not even like. You, he he should be on their list, like, absolutely. Um, but dude, to be honest, anybody who needs that that piece should try to get this get this kid. So, I mean, it's not really necessarily which team; it's just like who really needs him and who wants to really have somebody who can help help them win. You know, obviously, a team who's in a tanking situation is not going to trade for him.
0: Another team in Los Angeles. That is in use of a center since apparently they don't have much interest in Marcin Gortat. Uh, the Clippers,
1: Yeah. The Clippers yeah, could use him. Yeah. That's fair. That, that that's very true. That's very true. Um, but if he has it his way, he's gonna go to the other
2: side. We all know that. Sure. Yeah, I know there's um Atlanta's also looking to um trade some of their guys away, uh going into the deadline. Yeah, Torian Prince, uh who's just coming back off of ankle injury, um, playing playing off the bench for, you know, for spot minutes, but he just resumed starting again. Philadelphia's 76 Sixers are looking to, you know, requiring his services as well. Jeremy Lin is being looked at by the Portland Trailblazers. So uh, that's something to keep my eye on going this season because the team has been pretty impressive lately, uh, despite what the record indicates. And it's going to be an example to see where they see us with their young talent going forward. Uh, Kevin Herter has been tremendous. Since he's assumed the starting role in the wake of Prince's injury. And I think they found their replacement going forward. And, you know, it it will be good to see, you know, that, you know, guys like Lynn and Prince will be used in better situations as they're still very serviceable. And they could be a good positive for, you know, any teams that need them, especially, you know, teams like the Sixers or the Blazers. Kyrie's been doing a
0: lot of introspective thought this week now that the Boston Celtics are getting on path. Uh, what could Vucevic do to improve Boston?
2: Mm.
1: You know, uh, well, it's time for them to figure out what they're gonna do with you know these kids who were were have been coming up and played really well last year. Whenever Kyrie was hurt and kind of took a backseat now, and maybe don't look as great as they did. Like you know the Terry Rogier and stuff like that. Honestly, it's kind of tough to for them. I think only a big trade matters. You know what I mean? So for them, it'd be like an AD situation or other than that, start getting rid of, you know, you, you, Terry Rozier is going to have to get moved at some point in time. Um, it it just is what it is. Uh, and honestly, I, I think it's, it's that stuff with the, with the Celtics, it has to be massive, has to be something big for them to make a difference, but obviously AD is not going to get traded. So, um, at least right now
0: yeah that might be uh, another band-aid that they can try and use for that if if ejecto yeah Cito yeah is over,
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah if he if he if he took the ejecto cedo button now and he wants to move forward with this this might be his opportunity with lebron uh or or compared to lebron where you start looking at what you have and say okay trade deadlines on the way let's start uh shipping some things out let's see how he was able to do it and maybe that's what even the phone call was about you think so yeah. He's like, Hey, how do you, how do you ship out seven guys last year? I want to try, let me, let me see something real quick. And if AD's not available and Vucevic is not very entertaining, you do have, uh, one final area to look at for this trade deadline in the Memphis Grizzlies, Mark Gasol. Um, yeah. Chris had brought it up earlier that Memphis has been pretty shitty for the past few months compared mm-hmm. to their start at the beginning of the season. Uh, in this week, they have not had the easiest amount of games, and they just got destroyed last night. And things start looking more difficult for Memphis. Whether it's Michael Conley, and start looking at what he'd like to pursue, but more, more immediate is what is going to happen with Mark Gasol. You have Mark Stein state on Twitter that Mark Gasol can become a free agent at season's end, and there has been a growing belief around the league that, according to Mark Stein. He's going to indeed exercise that option and stating that Memphis could be moved to explore trading Gasol now rather than face the threat of losing him without compensation. Nobody wants to have a situation, another no. LeBron situation where he dips and you have nothing to show for it. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, he
1: deserves that though. Gasol, Gasol, If Gasol wants to get out, then he 100% deserves to get out.
0: Yeah, he's had plenty of issues from when Fisdale was there compared to what is going I'm on right saying, now. I'm just saying
1: all all that he's done for, you know. Oh yeah. For Memphis, you, definitely. Yeah, like like I would un- you got to you'd have to understand like okay, cool. Let's let's get you somewhere where you want to be. Where do you want to go? Like, you know what I mean? Like let's try to make something happen. Um, Saul's pretty damn, Brissol's pretty damn consistent too, man. I, I'd love to have a guy like that on the squad. Yeah,
2: I mean, you great, know, not necessarily yeah, my yeah.
1: squad, but you know what I'm saying. Like, he's he's a great talent.
2: I mean, as far as, like, you know, still a big on a contending team, he would be more than worthy of, you know, Oh, hundred you know, 100 Honestly, that might be the safest bet, you know, for a team like the Lakers if they are looking to go and grab a big. It'd be an easier trade. Yeah, yeah than than trying to, to go and get somebody else. Um, yeah, as far as getting someone like, um, yeah or, yeah or even Anthony Davis at this time they still they could play the soul out for the season they can still not opt in and it will be no harm no foul and honestly if Michael Jordan
0: is as interested in keeping Kemba Walker as he says that he is you have a couple pieces in Charlotte that you can move over to Memphis and if Memphis is in a, uh, a positive type of mood where they'll be more lenient and taking x amount of pieces to be able to make Marc Gasol happy and have him move forward within his career instead of keeping him miserable in Memphis. Maybe you start talking to Charlotte. Yeah,
1: I mean you could. They're not getting Kemba. You are talking about moving Gasol to? No, pool, no, Kimba? no, no. Kemba, Kemba would yeah. not
0: be involved yeah, yeah. in the trade. Okay, okay, yeah. Kemba and Gasol I'm in Charlotte. You. I'm but you. you start Kimba, looking at Kimba who you can chip out of Charlotte. Jeremy
1: Lamb and Gasol. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, hey, from a, there you start a, figuring
2: out the pieces. Is uh, is the Kentucky kid still over there? Yeah, Malik Monk's
1: Gilchrist. Gilchrist still over there?
2: M- yeah, MKG still
1: there. Okay. That slump shot. Damn, man. I, w- I wish he. I wish he ended up being more than what he was. At least he could play defense. That's why he's still on the team. That's
2: definitely why he still has. To <laughs> because he can, he can, he, can,
1: he can he can he can guard superstar positions. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways. Uh, and you never know. There's, there are days where we wake up. We could wake up tomorrow, and guess what? AD's saying he wants to be traded. You, you, you really never know. You know what I mean? So who knows, man? Who knows? Guess we'll, I guess, guess we'll I see. I love
0: the world just fucks him over. Just like, I seen that, uh, just like I seen that video of the of Kurt Angle as the ref and the um, Rock with the Saints helmet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he fucking gets Angle slammed.
1: <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> man. New, New Orleans is not trading that boy without him knowing it, man. This ain't going to happen. Poor Saints. What a shitty ending. Mm, well, you know, man, uh, you know, this is perfect to go and talk about the Super Bowl stuff right quick, man, because the you, the, Saint, the Saints L, it, it's not just – it wasn't just a bad L because there were a lot of mistakes officiating on both sides, on both sides. But that play was really bad. Atrocious. Um, atrocious. Now, everybody knew, everybody knows that if the Saints got to that Super Bowl, I feel like it was a dub um, because they're playing in Atlanta one and, and they really, really, really want to win uh, the chip in Atlanta. Uh, considering the Falcons are their rivals. Yeah. They they really wanted to make it to Mercedes Benz stadium and get that championship ring in, in Atlanta. I mean, they could, they could taste it and for it to be taken away um, not by necessarily just that play, you know we all know that that play didn 't necessarily decide the game, but it took a lot out of the whole game it did i mean obviously, so um it happened it 's a crazy no call it 's one of the worst no calls i 've ever seen, as long as i 've watched the sport um because it it was very obvious, I guess you know like, uh, there 's not it's it 's it 's tough to explain it. Because he didn't make a play on the ball, he went immediately at the receiver, um, hit the receiver before the ball even arrived. Um, the ball was catchable. I, I think they tried to say maybe he got hit at the line or something, so it was like a, an open play. Like I, it, it, you know, but bro, it was a clear penalty. Um, and the Saints had a, had a chance to run the ball out at that point in the game, and you can say that. So the NFL has to apologize if they haven't already. Excuse okay. me.
2: I think they admitted that they did Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, you know, <laughs> that I is mean, as, not as good. Far,
2: as far as I'm concerned, you know, I, I bet a lot of Falcons fans were bird boxing that whole play. You know? <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. for me, myself, you know, being a Dallas fan, I, I did couldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, but, no, what, I, I don't, I don't, don't care. I didn't care who <laughs> won,
1: you know. Like, it wasn't really about that. It was just about what's fair at yeah. that point in time I could care less if I mean I I got I got people who I know who support the Saints, you know but like yeah. I wasn't necessarily like on either side I just hey this is one of the this is one of the dopest times to me because we had four teams where like I could I could give a reason why I didn't mind seeing any one of them win it win a win the, the ring I mean if, yeah. if Brady if Brady gets it he, okay, that's just a stamp on his GOAT status. Cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if the Chiefs get in, cool. Chiefs, ha- Chiefs is an OG, you know, franchise. They got the young boy, the young GOAT, you know what I'm saying, who's really fucking good. If he gets it, do awesome story. And he had to beat Brady to do it. Great story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rams get it, cool. Another young quarterback, young coach. The coach is 32. You know, like we could have went, to, we could we could have went to high school with him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's out here, young quarterback as well, young running back. They're getting it done. Just moved to L.A. Boom, great story. You know what I'm saying? Saints get it, awesome. They get it in Atlanta. You know, in Atlanta Stadium, Breeze goes down. You know, he's already a, a legend in his own. You know, they got young boys, Kamara, Michael Thomas. So it would have been a great storyline for either team. It was just it sucked that the officiating was so bad.
0: The one thing that I actually did like from the, from the championship games is um, I wish that our NBA commentary had an equivalent to what Tony Romo has been able to do um, for their commentary. I haven't watched too much of his commentary <laughs> and, and his, um, uh, the, the championship game uh, for the AFC last, well on Sunday night was one of my few introductions to him but I really did like – I know a lot of people complain about the spoilers and stuff like that. I liked it.
1: I found yeah, a high Ramo, in him calling Ramo, every single play. Yeah, Romo's legit, man. Um, you know, he, he – when I saw it, like when I first saw him uh, do a game and he's kind of like telling us what the line looks like and what to expect on defense and what to expect on offense. And then sometimes it happens just like that. Nine like nine times out of ten it was happening just like that. But like it didn't really spoil it. We're watching a fucking sports. Like it's not yeah. like we're watching a movie. Like boring. you know. What I'm <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's masterful. It's ma it's beautiful, bro. It's beautiful. It tells you because like, the reason why I like it is cause he's 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 young relative mm-hmm. into, you know, doing that role at least. Mm-hmm. Like a lot a lot of the NFL, I had a conversation with the homie during the game. You know, man, like the NFL, they need to revamp their commentary. It's very boring and like Middle America, very Middle America. Like I don't, I don't. It's it's just it's not exciting, you know. Yeah. And, and Romo it's gets like,
2: hype, you know it's, what I'm saying. It's, it's, and, it's been a long time since we had y'all you know, with like the John Mattingly Right,
1: right. Know. The guy who's like yelling for the yeah, play and going mean, hard for you while you're while, you know you're watching. So um, I need my commentary to know what the hell's going on. Uh, and I don't want my commentary to see somebody's injured. And they're like, oh, it looks like um, uh, uh, somebody's down. It's like they need to know who just went down. Like, you can see the whole field. And we're, us as the viewers, they move the camera certain places to where we can't even see it. You better, it's your job. You need to know who's injured before I know. I shouldn't be able to, to spot it and call it out before you do. It's just little things like that, man. It's like, come on, man. Do your job. But I like Romo a lot, and I think I think that we need more of that. I think they need to uh, put younger talent uh, up there to call games um, and somebody who wants to actually have fun and call games and not be so scripted and so, you know, dry.
0: Yeah. It's, it just felt like Tony was a fan, like a fan that you would get – on the side of the street, any point in time, this just so yeah. happens to be a fan that was a former quarterback, uh, yeah. was one of the most thought about quarterbacks at the time, and, and mm-hmm. is, has a very good mindset of to what not only Tom Brady's thinking, but just what offenses and defenses are trying to accomplish while they're on the field. He's able to pinpoint that immediately. Mm-hmm. And there was he, an NBA He could still be playing, playing
1: if he wanted, wanted to. <laughs> he could definitely still be playing. That's, that's another thing why he knows what's going on, is because these plays are still within his, his mind frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, he, he could be playing right now if he wanted to. It's just wasn't in his cards due the injury. But, you know, I like Romo a lot, man. I, 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 he's going to continue to get more looks, obviously. He just called this game. So, um, yeah, yeah. He, he They need to give him the Super Bowl one of these years. I
2: will, t- I will say this, man. It's, it's crazy how, you know, how great he is at, like, just reading plays and, knowing what the offense is going to do next and seeing how the defense is, mm. you know, because it, it just shows how, you know, how different it is from, like, knowing this game and knowing it from the X's and O's as a part of being on the field. Because yes. he was talented. He, he probably was doing the exact same thing on the field, but he didn't yeah. have the personnel around him until late into his career when his body already gave out on him. And, mm-hmm. you know, if he... If he could apply that you know as towards being a coach or a coordinator uh the sky's the limit for him, he could have a whole new career yeah good uh, I mean, good, good for him. Even bigger good for him you know, he's so ma- he's, he's him, making man. uh he's making America
1: enjoy him <laughs> he yeah. had a lot of he had a lot of jokes when he was you know as a player he was a player, but it's kind of like what you said he's used to this he's used yeah. to walking up to the line, calling the audible, changing the play, knowing knowing these keywords and how the defense is shifting and how the corners are looking, or keep an eye on so and so. He's gonna do the slant, and then he goes for the slant. And you know he, he you know, he's he's good at his job. You know, there's no reason to hate him. I hope that they uh, can really, really look at what he's doing and uh, try to hire more people. You know, saying to to not necessarily do what he does, but just just get some guys in there that really love the game and are into what's new. Just
2: That's more players, players just more players of his ilk. So like it, in yeah. this generation, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. They there.
1: They're there. Yeah. They're there. You know, they just don't they're not they're not being hired. So uh NFL, man. Uh, upgrade upgrade your commentary, man. Let's get it popping. Man. Call me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Call call Jeff. We need a little bit of that, <laughs> we need a a little bit of that energy. A, a little bit of that energy to
1: come through. it be a great time.
0: All right, let's get the shout outs. All right, my shout outs, pretty brief. All right i'll say him fast shout out to wwe2k for dropping the rising stars pack roy <laughs> Rumble is this weekend uh shout out to kevin durant for not slapping the shit out of that fan that took his hat <laughs> off his head
1: yeah
0: yeah uh shout out to Marcus smart for waiting until the refs came by to turn up on deandre bembry <laughs> and uh this is a odd shout out shout out to aaron gordon he told yahoo sports chris haynes that he will be in chicago for the 2020 All-Star Dunk Contest once again. was it, like the fifth time?
1: Yeah, whatever, man.
0: So, you know, shout out to Aaron Gordon. I guess he wants to uh, feel that thrill again. But we'll see what happens with that.
1: Yeah, I hear you, man. All right, Jeff, Chris, Um, y'all shout outs? Yeah, uh, shout out Harry Winks on that stoppage win uh, against Fulham. Uh, I I just had to shout out. He's one of my favorite players on Tottenham. Um, Shout out Eric, Free Eric.
0: Um, oh yeah, hey, free Eric.
1: Um, That's
0: some bullshit. We won't even. Yeah, I just
1: here. no, we're not going to get into it too much, but I just want to say, free Eric. Um, shout out, uh, my nigga Finn Balor uh, about to be Universal Champion. I'm about to be back. Um, I've been waiting a long time for this. My dick is hard. Um, all right. <laughs> a- oh, and all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, shout out all the Aquarius worldwide. Uh, my birthday's February 1st. I'll be I'll be telling you guys that every week up until that date. So, yeah, okay. what you got? What you got, Chris? Uh
2: I would say a uh, shout out to my um my nephew and my sister. It's my nephew's birthday. his fourth birthday yesterday. And no, the airport for the So, you know, so um, no, shout out to, you know, uh Velvetine Dream. You know, shout out to Bianca Belair. Who's going to be challenging Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship at NXT oh, Takeover yes. Phoenix? Oh yes! You know, that, that, shout out to the whole Royal Rumble weekend, man. That that's that's just going to be amazing. Like right. you know, they, they they WWE never they they don't they don't they don't fuck up when it comes to these weekends, man. When the big four throws down for four nights, yep. you know it's going to be a scary sight. So um, shout out to that man. Shout out to uh to James Blake. Dropped this album to soon form, you know, the shit's fire. Yeah, I suggest caught that Tori Umoy, had his album drop. Also, um, you know, you know, just, just you know, just shout out to good music, man. You know, all my people out there. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, um yeah. Shout out to Billy McFarlane, man. You know.
1: Bad serving guy.
2: at Smooth Bid, bro. Bad guy. The Fightin bad guy. Backass Billy McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, speaking of Billy the fire, let's go to Soldier Moment.
1: Come on, temp, 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 temp. you know when you, that, when you hear that? Huh? Yeah, let me let me get mine off right quick because I just want I want to give another another crazy uh, look, man. I can't I can't Mark I can't believe I'm doing this again. Paul Pierce, man. Again? So I I it's like
0: eighth time on Soldier Moment. I Moments. can't
1: I can't do it. Like I have no idea why this keeps happening, but like. Uh, Paul Pierce said that Duke could beat the Cavaliers without Kevin Love, and I just I need. this hey, diamond, what? Listen, bro. I need this shit to stop, bro. I need this shit to stop, man. I'm. Please just be quiet, dude. Get go away. Um, I think he also says he said something about um, Mello uh, the other day too. That like just it just made me cringe. Like, please stop having him talk about basketball. Please, please, I don't want to keep giving him. I don't. I don't want to keep giving him this title. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to keep no, doing I'll this. Shit, I'll do it. No, I don't. I don't, man. I don't, man. Um, I am not a fan.
0: Let's see, uh, my soldier moment. Uh, I'm just so disappointed. Adrian Broner at the end of the fight versus Manny Pacquiao <laughs> decides to pull out a tin hat and say one of the reasons he lost is because they're trying to set up the Mayweather-Pacquiao rematch. Yeah, that's definitely what we want to see,
2: um, no,
0: Adrian. No.
2: Uh, yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even watch the fight. And, I don't uh, no. I was just looking looking throughout the Twitter commentary how he was just getting slow-cooked the entire fight, and then I see the press conference at the end, and this dude was acting like that, you know, he had the fight won. Which made no sense whatsoever. But um uh yeah, man, you know Broner's been done for three years now, so it's like he just got out, a loud mouth, know. man. He's got a loud mouth, yeah, man. He, nah. He's all talk, no bite at all. And you know, he you know, we had I had high hopes from him as but He's too you know, he's too busy he's, he's too busy trying to, too
1: busy trying to be uh Floyd.
2: Just trying to yeah, just I mean, Floyd. just trying to
1: be he man, you get you get your money, you know. You're you you you're good at your sport, whatever. But bro, like, we get it, my nigga. We get it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, we get it. You you love the hood, man. I get it, bro. <laughs> it's not funny no more, bro. Like, I I'm not I'm not I'm not watching. Like, if I see a video on Twitter, I'm not even I'm not even. Why I don't care, bro. I'm not watching that shit, bro. Like, you gotta start giving it attention so that we could just move on. Such a caricature, man. I I, I can't really mess with him. Yeah, I,
0: I, I hear you. you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. He'll 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 be back at Palm Beach. He'll be at Loft. Get his a couple bottles, and then go right back to training out on Crestwood. But we'll see. We'll see. All right, Chris, your soldier moment.
2: is... Uh, so, um, over the weekend, uh, I got the chance to watch the Fire Festival documentaries from both Netflix. and <laughs> Oh God. And let me tell you, man, that was some of the funniest shit. <laughs> I've managed to witness um, just throughout watching that. It's crazy, you know, as a scenario it could be. You know, you know. Uh, it's not really just that, it was the fact that in the aftermath of it all, Ja Rule went to social media and Twitter and tried to defend himself in every case imaginable, only to incriminate himself even further. <laughs> and I'm looking at his tweets and how he says this isn't fraud, where I'm watching the doc and he's, in the comments that he's made throughout the documentaries, uh, look like he's been committing another crime, and it's possible that, you know, he could be on the Fed list again. And if he's thinking about doing a media tour going forward
1: after, Clean, you know,
2: this whole thing, especially... You know, because I, I, I predicted that he's going to do a Breakfast Club interview sometime this week, and that's just all the evidence that they need to really ground him up for another yep. case. <laughs> now, like, that that whole series is just hilarious. I mean, I'm all for, like, you know, rich white folks, you know, getting scammed out of shit, too, but, man, that was just insane how it all went down. I really feel bad for the people that were living in the Bahamas that had to work through that shit and not get paid their money. At for all, real. that was just like I was so fucked up. Yeah, let's like, see, I think I, I think he up, he man. sees that his I'm, he
1: sees that his name is all over the place, so he wants to talk about it because this is a chance for him to to you know be out speaking. But like, what he doesn't understand is what you know what it did to affect regular people.
2: Yeah, especially out there, like in that community that's already you know strictly right, right, right. You know, right. like the fact that they aren't getting their money for like putting in hours of work for something that. Really was going to be an absolute failure. It's pretty disgusting.
1: Hey man, um, it's the unit, you know, man. Gina yeah. for life. Hey, Gina man. for hey, life, man. I'm Fifty, all for, please I'm all finish it. Finish him again, up, Finish him, you know,
2: him again, fifth. He has all the material in the world. He the, right hey, now. hey,
1: you know you. Just give him, give him, give, give give fifth some time, man. He he probably he's sitting back. He's looking at this. He's like, yep, he's cooking. He's cooking. You already know We're he's there. cooking. He, there's no way that he's not gonna go by. And let and not say nothing about this. So it's coming. It's coming. If I know, if I know, my goat it's coming.
0: You know, I thought you were going to discuss this part. Fully prepared
1: to suck his dick, and I got to his <laughs> office fully prepared That's artistic. enough. <laughs> fully prepared to suck his dick. Mark. Office fully prepared. Mark. Mark. <laughs> fully prepared. Mark. Where do you even <laughs> find <laughs> this? this wow. The I to his office fully prepared. <laughs> <laughs> it was at
0: that part that I was just like, all right, bro. Yeah, just, yeah, just I had, had enough one, of this dick. He day.
1: was really out of this, <laughs> out of this world. But just, like, i just I had to much of this doc after that. Enough. What was that? Enough. <laughs> run it back? <sighs> no, don't, don't run it back. <laughs> I his
2: office fully prepared. <laughs> man, he wanted that
0: water.
1: He wanted... Oh, he wanted. <laughs> oh man, that, that's my cue. That's my cue. Oh, I can't!
0: <laughs> he, he wanted... It. He wanted it. I you know, I'm a, you know I can't... Hey, hey before, we, before, before we leave, I should be laughing at this. Did Jeff take his headset off? <laughs> Dog, I can't... <laughs> Oh my god. Make sure that you're make sure that you're watching um Oh my god. Make sure that you're watching REOP gaming this weekend. Uh Amps Royal Rumble stream will be on Twitch this weekend. So make sure that you are available on Sunday. We're gonna be having plenty of fun playing WWE 2K19 amongst other wrestling games. You'll find myself, J5, Cyrus, Amp, and a whole bunch of others not only playing but in the chat room as well. So Uh, Be sure to be prepared on Sunday for that. I'm still crying. And he wanted that water. Hey, man. Uh, Chris. Chris has been a pleasure. He's thirsty. Uh, No, I'm not doing this. Chris, (laughs) has been a pleasure having you this week. (laughs) We're about to go out crying laughing. But we appreciate you coming on to RSPN this week. Any final Uh, shout-outs? Me.
2: I wonder if he wanted any Aquafina or Dasani.
0: Oh, All right, you know what? Yeah, you know, on that note, hey, we're shut, we're <laughs> shutting us off before Disney does. We're <laughs>